What's up, everybody? This is Group Text Podcast. I am Braxton Brown in Brooklyn, New York. We've got Tia Brown in Somerville, South Carolina. Hey, hey. Got Chris Hickman out in San Diego, California. What's up? For how much longer? <laughs> how much longer you got in San Diego? Uh, I'll leave Sunday to move to Malibu. Or actually, Los Angeles. Word. Moving to the boo. Word. And we've got a very special guest tonight. Uh, also coming in from Brooklyn, about 30 feet away from me. <laughs> my roommate. Uh, I think we are going to trade. I don't know. Maybe we trade Vic for David. I don't know. But we got David White. Yeah, what's up, guys? I just want to thank all the fans, you know? <laughs> I feel like you guys don't thank them enough, so, you know, <laughs> I want to get in good, so. <laughs> Quick shout-out. He comes bearing praises. Uh, let's see, what are what are David's credentials here? He can name all members of the Wu-Tang Clan uh, mm-hmm. extensively. Uh, probably all their albums. Uh what was what was the team? What was your was, your academic the team? The Black History Team. Yes. Yeah, man. We won DeKalb County, uh, first place, uh, Black History Bowl champion, uh, Shamwee Middle School. I was the only white starter on the quiz bowl team, so. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, he's been out here repping since middle school. He's been woke before woke was woke. <laughs> <laughs> I think he, he yeah, I got the plaque to prove it. <laughs> I was yeah, how come we don't have that hanging up in the apartment? <laughs> yeah. I have it. I have a little framed because it, it, it's just a print. There's just a piece of paper that looks like a cheap diploma with like word art on it. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it's not, <laughs> it looks super fake. People would like would come into our apartment and just see the name on, or they would just see like what it is. Like, oh, Braxton, this is cool. Like, uh, no, actually, uh, that's my roommates. <laughs> Do you realize yeah. that your name, last name is Brown, and David's last name is White? Uh, we, I, I didn't notice. <laughs> the that. only thing be funnier is if your last name was Black. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, you really screwed this one up, man. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Oh, man. I think oh, mate. It, was, it actually didn't come up in like a business idea that we had one time, um, but uh, which we never really we never followed up on that. But it, it was a good idea at the time. But um, don't say it because y'all might follow up one day. Yeah, exactly. I'm just gonna leave. I'm just gonna leave that one out there. Um, yeah. So, uh, man. Well, every week we've been talking about power. David has. <laughs> Me and David have listened to this podcast, and it was called True Hoop, and they would talk about power like every week, and like neither of us had really watched it, and then I binged it like a couple of weeks ago, and David has been binging it pretty much the last week and a half, and now he's called all the way up uh, to this week. Riveting TV, huh, David? Oh, man, I'm so excited to talk about this. <laughs> that sh- this show is man insane yeah um i have a lot of thoughts on it i guess like <laughs> you know if you don't watch power there's about to be a lot of spoilers so um i don't know a, a, how far to fast forward because i don't know how long this specific conversation is gonna go but 
Uh, there will be spoilers here. Um, so I guess let's just start at this week, and then we can go back a little bit to David's big gripes that we've had with power. Uh, what was the big? I don't know what the big. Uh, what was the big plot points this week? Um, um, I know a boy got some some of Tasha. That's about all I can remember. Oh, the lawyer, yeah, because they've yeah. had such riveting chemistry on camera. Yeah, I, don't I know. Get... I just feel like that was so rushed. That was another thing that was like, like they, I guess they tried to like give us a hint like the other week when like they had like their little flirtation or whatever. But they went on a damn date and everything. I was like, what? <laughs> they've been on they've been on camera together for like all of like three and a half minutes, maybe before this right. episode. Like three yeah. scenes. Like, literally, it was three scenes. Yeah, like, when have y'all known each other well enough? Like, I know, like, Ghost was going through his shit or whatever, but, like, if any, like, I could see her hooking up with Proctor before him, like, if (laughs) if she's known him, you know? Yeah. But also, like, isn't she, how is he her type, too, man? Like, if she was mad at Ghost, it'd be one thing, right? She's trying to get even. But she's, like, a criminal partner. Like, she was Ghost's partner. Like, she's, you know, this is the least badass character on the show. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, and she was, like, upset that Ghost wanted to go straight and get out of, like, the drug dealing game or whatever. Like, he didn't want to be Ghost anymore. She was, that was, like, the whole premise, like, the first couple seasons. Yeah. In a normal show... This would be her, like, want her fantasy of having, like, the straight guy. But, like you said, she's never wanted the straight guy. Like, uh-huh. like how, like, I don't know if y'all watch Empire, but, like, you know, at one point, they show Cookie when she was younger. She could have chosen between um, Lucius and a good guy. And she always chose, like, Lucius or whatever. But then they showed the background of her really liking the other guy. And then she ended up dating Tay Diggs, who was a quote-unquote good guy. But, like, they didn't even... There was no... You mean they gave context? (laughs) Yeah, they gave context. Yeah, literally, they gave Mm -hmm. context. Like, Tasha the whole time has been wanting Ghost to be, like, this thug or whatever. And then you just gonna go for the straight lawyer? He's not even cute. If he was fine, I'd be like, all right. But like, context does not apply in the writing for uh, power. That is what we have found. Neither do a lot of things. Uh, So, David, I want you to talk about the like the thing that the point where you were like, okay, who's writing this show and what are they doing? Yeah. All right, so I just want to—I'm going to play a quick snippet here. I got power up, and this is a a little clip that I think embodies everything about this show. <laughs> this is from episode two, season four, and uh, Tasha has just confronted Angela, uh, <laughs> and then they say this, which is I think insane came into the club the first time I saw Jamie. I had a boyfriend then. It was Greg. I swear to God, if you weren't a goddamn cop, but I am. (laughs) Does Angela know she's not a cop? (laughs) (laughs) Like... 
when I saw that, my jaw just dropped and was like, oh my god, they forgot what her job was. <laughs> She's not a cop. She, like, arrests Ghost in the previous episode. Uh, like, she's she's a district attorney. Like, this is insane. Hey, yeah, and they keep calling him, like, Special Agent Valdez or whatever. But it's like, mm-hmm. she is, the whole time she's been known as a district attorney. Yeah. I mean, it's, I feel like the show plays so fast and loose with Angela's whole work career like she's the worst attorney i've ever seen on a tv show ever like it is like she should be not she shouldn't be fired like she should be arrested (laughs) like the whole team should be arrested like she's basically stealing money from the government by getting a paycheck yeah uh, that would be amazing uh, if, like, somehow, like, Ghost ends up, like, arresting her. Like, they'll probably... Yeah. They'll, they'll, yeah, Ghost was a cop this whole time. Yeah, yeah. Or citizen's arrest. Yeah. <laughs> they'll find That's a way how... to write it in. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he solved more crimes than she has. <laughs> right. Like, this... <laughs> it's It's amazing. Like, this last episode the big twist was they decided to look at the other security cameras in the club. Right. And then they realized like their boss went into the office, but like they already had arrested ghost, had the trial, lost the trial, and then decided to look at the other security cameras in the place. (laughs) Right. Like, but I think they think they can save their jobs if they figure out who the mole is. But they don't, I mean, like, we just assume that they think that. They never say that. Yeah, but, like, they didn't look at those tapes before arresting yeah. him and putting him right. in jail. When she was, yeah. yeah, when she was looking at him that night, I was like, dude, she's going to find out Mike did it. And then she mm. never did because she only looked at that. Yeah. I was like, That's why I never understood that. Whenever she was looking at him originally, it's like, how come she isn't looking at like all of Yeah, if tapes? she saw that he didn't do it that night, she should have kept looking at everything. If she saw that he didn't have the gun, then why wouldn't she have continued? Like any normal person mm-hmm. would be like, well, shit, it, had, it, had, it got there somehow. That would have been right. the first thing they would have done. Like, <laughs> that's the whole point. Yeah. Of- discovery that's the whole point of evidence mm-hmm. in general like you have to position all of that shit to give to like the judge almost initially like that yeah. would be the first thing they would have done was like, look at the cameras <laughs> right. usually usually the government collects evidence before arresting the people right not after the trial's over <laughs> and right. it just so happens jamie turns off his or ghost turns off his cameras like did they ever explain that at all as to why the cameras in the club were off well i remember in that episode someone tells them to turn it off for whatever reason yeah, but, but i don't remember why the mike dude the uh i mean no it might have been might have been the black dude yeah i'm not sure but i don't understand if he wasn't like they would have known to look at those cameras immediately yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I would have to yeah. go back and and remember exactly what they did give like some sort of like weird reasoning why to turn off the cameras, but I don't, I just don't remember what it was. But other than, actually, I have no idea. I don't remember why it was. I wish I do, but I don't. Um, the the other thing though from this latest episode was, I don't. Tariq makes no goddamn sense at all. He's like, I hate no. my dad because he's lying. He was killing people. It's like, what the fuck do you think Kanan was doing? Yeah. Right. And yeah. 
they could have explored so much with Tariq, like like PTSD or something. Like now the whole they're using the whole, the whole teen now is just train, fucking stupid. But like no teen is that damn dumb. Yeah. yeah. And he also gets like completely wasted on like two sips of lean, and then he's done. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm sure like there have has been guys like teenage males that act out like that, but that seems to be more like the rebellious daughter role than it should be like the Tariq role. Not to be like sexist, but yeah, you would think like... he would be more so on his dad's side. Yeah, but I, I get. Yeah. But then we also got to remember, like, too, that like he knows his dad cheated on his mom. Like, I had to remember that this week. But it's like, not saying like your mom got over it, so you need to. But like, how many people is talking about now? Three. Who was the third? Like, I know it was Sean. Uh, Sean, and this the, dude. the attorney is somebody else. I feel like, um, fuck. I I'm, I keep seeing people say it's three, but I can't remember who the Me third too, one is. Me too, and I'm like, who's the third? Um, yeah, I don't there know. There has been three. I can't. Oh, man. It definitely wasn't. Yeah, I don't know. It has. I'm assuming, is it someone who's like dead now? Did she ever hook up with Kanan Probably. in the past? Nah. Nah. Yeah. See, I feel like no. what if that's the reveal that Kanan is really Tariq's son? Or if Tariq is Kanan's son. Uh, yeah, That's see, I have an alternate theory <laughs> about Kanan and Tariq, which I told Braxton earlier, <laughs> is that I think that the reason Kanan likes Tariq way more than Sean, even though Sean was, like, objectively better, is that Kanan has been molesting Tariq. Oh, God. <laughs> right? Like, think about it. Because, like, like, the reason he didn't like Sean is because Sean was, like, an adult. And then, like, the first thing he does when he starts hanging out with Tyreek is, like, getting him to pass out. You know? Yeah. And then, like, then, like, uh, they'll develop that with out them. of nowhere next, next season. Yeah. Like, he'll start it, having flashbacks. Yeah. And that's why Tyreek is, like, so, like, messed up now and why Kanan was, like, caught such feelings for Tyreek. Like, I think that that's, like, you know, like, every actor has, like, a secret. And that was like 50 Cent's secret is that I've been molesting Tyreek this whole time. <laughs> oh my God. And that, like, they didn't text Tasha all the pictures they took. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, there, was, there was like a phase two of this plan they never got to. Yeah. And in, in uni- coming out of nowhere next season. <laughs> yeah. In the universe of power, you just never know. I they already had a child molester character on the show. Oh, yeah. That, I forgot about that. Was that this past episode? No, nah, that was, that like, was, the, the informant. That was the sketch guy, yeah. 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 Oh, but no, but also the dude who Tommy kills, who who molested Holly. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. So this is, like, a thing. Yeah. Yeah. That literally, <laughs> like, that whole, I don't understand why they're pushing this narrative with Tommy. Like, his dad thing, there's no reason for that to even be a plot line at all. There was no reason yeah, for him. Yeah, and then it wasn't even like his dad wanted anything. He just like literally was like, hey, I'm your dad. Is that like the only thing that they can yeah. humanize Tommy with is like his his love for this? Oh, man, the worst line in the last episode was whenever he's talking to his dad. He's like, I always had a thing for redheads. <laughs> yes. It's like, oh, yeah. no. I was like, are you kidding me? Like, that's some nature versus nurture shit. Yeah. No. Like, oh, I was God. like, no. 
the line before that was worse when he's uh, telling him that um, he drops his mom's name right after he tells Tommy that he knows he that he's his dad, and Tommy's like, "How the fuck do you know my mom?" Nigga, I'm your dad. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Did you not just hear the last two minutes of the conversation? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I don't I don't know where that's going to go, because because also this guy, again, no context. He's just some (laughs) random dude in jail who they kind of know about somehow. It's just weird how like. Uh. I don't know, did Proctor get information on him, or did Jamie just know who he was? Well, I'm surprised on him. I still don't know who is this. He's Teresi supposedly killed, and why he's important either. Same. That's what I'm saying. They don't give any context at all. So, (laughs) yeah, Yeah, I mean, it feels like they were just making up this whole plot line as they went, and they realized, like, halfway through, like, it's not going anywhere. We need to make him Tommy's dad, or we just wasted all this time. <laughs> yeah, because like he's gonna kill Ghost, and then he just changes his mind right when he's about to do it. Like they do that all the time with powers. That like someone's about to kill Ghost, and then they just decide right at the last moment to change their mind. Yeah, we said the show would be over. And Tommy, Tommy, yeah, exactly. Like eighty times. <laughs> yeah, he's like Tommy's like got sore wrist because he keeps having to dig his own grave. Yeah, like, <laughs> right. That little, I don't remember that was on the day. Was it like Tommy like almost dies seemingly like every other episode from him making some stupid yeah. decision and then they save him. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. I don't know. Like I think I'm probably done after this season, but it sounds like they may be done as a show after this season. I think I they keep... might be done after this season. To yeah. be honest, they yeah. may give them one more, but it ain't gonna be a full season. Uh, you know, yeah. oh, man. I hope they don't end this like a hot ass mess. Uh, who do you want to see die the most at the end of the season? Um, uh, mm. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just want his sister oh, to beat his ass. Like I don't, he don't have to die. I just want his sister to go ham on him, like. Me and Bryce used to go at it when we were younger, and I would have beat the hell out of Tyree. <laughs> For real. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Like, mm, who do I want to die? I want, uh, I feel like Dre should probably die. Yeah, oh, he, he needs to die. Yeah, he got to die. Because he's made the, the dumbest decisions in the last, like, I don't know, this whole season, I guess. Actually, man. Tommy has made the dumbest decisions in four seasons. Yes, that's true. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's, that's very yeah. true. Because like he thinks that he's yeah. smart, but then he's like low key getting played all the time. <laughs> yeah. so. But Drake's made the most reckless decisions this season. I could, I can agree with that. Yeah, because so, yeah. like when he was over there, like talking to the um, the dude that killed Julio. Like I'm like so. Tommy, you're just not gonna like turn around and be like, "Hey, yeah. what, the hell are y'all, what are y'all talking about?" Like, <laughs> also, oh, oh, now this stuff is coming back to me. The the one guy who they just made sniff all the coke, like I still have no idea what that whole scene was about. Maybe you can enlighten me, David. But I literally have no idea. I mean, I think that was just to show how crazy these new guys are. <laughs> like every every villain has to be crazier than the last, and they're like, "Well, the last guy ate people." 
Even though yeah. we never saw that. And I was like really disappointed we never saw him like <laughs> eat a person. <laughs> well, this no. Is... Like Milan was like the most normal person in this criminal organization. Like he was the smartest and most competent person. Like he was a good boss. Yeah. Yeah. My thing is, and I called this out like on our text the other week. They literally went from Tyreek and Dre having a conversation to the next scene. Literally, the next <laughs> scene was Tyreek and Tommy talking to these new, like, bad guys. And I was like, dude, you really just do that just now? Are you talking, oh, wait, Dre? Dre, yeah. Dre and Tommy having a yeah. conversation with these new drug dealers after cutting from a scene with Dre and Tyreek having a conversation <laughs> about why Tyreek yeah. didn't snitch. And I was like, I can't believe they really just did this. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Editing skills aren't up to par yet, man. Oh. No, at least have another scene and make us think they drove somewhere. Not yeah. in the, not in the power it's... universe. Do you think? Do you think we're gonna get like a one of those like five minute long sex scenes with uh, <laughs> Tasha and the lawyer? God, <laughs> like not. hands over their butts or something <laughs> for like a weird amount of time. Oh, That's God. what I want for the rest of the season. I just need to stop. Yeah, the power yes. sex scenes are. Uh, oh my Dude, God. I used to hate when Angela and Ghost were messing around. I used to be like, again? Damn. Yeah. yeah. Like, and I feel like all the sex scenes now are because like they're not having sex anymore. And they're mm-hmm. wrecked. I'm just like, I'll be like, okay. I mean, damn. David and I are concerned yeah. that the Asian is not coming back. Um, yeah, man, that was <laughs> because Julio's sex scene was so crazy <laughs> that, like, even in the middle of it, him in the show was sort of like, oh, <laughs> I see, like, <laughs> see him like sitting on the couch, like having to take a break, and then just Are you talking she's about like, the Asian chick? Yeah. yeah, and then yeah. he's just, and then at one point he's like, oh god, all I right, and like stands up. When he finally left, she was like, thank god. <laughs> no, I wanted at some point for him to be like, it's uh, it's not usually like this. Uh, this has never happened before. Uh, no, I, I bet, I bet Julio probably. Julio probably told her that he saw Dre with Kanan, and then she's gonna play a role in getting Dre set up and killed. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. You know they're gonna bring in some bullshit. Come on. Yeah. She was on America's Next Top Model, and I used to watch it. Oh, word. Yeah. No, she's on. I forget her name. I, I looked her up. She's uh. Yeah. She had a lot of. Uh, I guess I didn't. Well, I didn't look up anything else she was in. Real. I just looked up her Instagram page, but it's on point. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's, you know, power is what it is. I'm sure this week there'll be some other ridiculousness that we will certainly like to laugh about, uh, and probably discuss next week about how ridiculous it is. Um, (laughs) I I don't have any predictions because I feel like whatever I would predict at this point, it wouldn't matter because it could be something highly ridiculous that would probably happen. Yeah. Yeah, Mike either gotta die or get caught. Yes. Um, so, what else is on, David? You want to stick around for TV talk? <sighs> you know. Yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll stick around. I don't. You know. All right. I'll. Uh, I'll. Uh, <laughs> I'll put keep put my two cents in there, man. All right. Do you watch Game of Thrones? <laughs> yeah. Oh, of yeah, course. Man. Yeah, I watched. Oh, okay. Yes. yes. Um. Okay. This uh, week was crazy. 
Um, no, I text everybody I know that like doesn't necessarily watch the show live, and I was like, you have to watch it now, <laughs> <laughs> or you will not be able to be. Able. My friend was like, I gotta wait uh, my... to watch it tomorrow, and I was like. Oh, and my other friend, I was like, I don't give a damn. Watch it right now. And she was like, I'm about to watch. And she texted me. She was like, Oh my god. The the one thing that almost ruined the entire episode for me personally was the cave drawings. Dog, they were <laughs> trash. I was like, What is? That? I was like, I know that like it's supposed to be like ancient and shit, but I was like. Come on, like, it, and then like the White Walkers look like it <laughs> was. That it was almost so looked like too trash. like modern I felt or something. The same way. It's like the dude from Blues Clues drew it or something. I don't know. It was just very weird. <laughs> um, yeah. But I felt yeah. the same. I don't, I don't know. know. I thought Fire. like I honestly thought whenever I saw them, like I thought they were gonna cut to like Davos like hiding chalk in his pants or something. <laughs> <laughs> like that's legitimately what I because then I, like I was gonna be a little bit relieved because like oh, okay he's just lying to her to make her actually be like okay like you really need to help me and this is the only way that I can fucking get you to like really. But it. if I I read an article today and they said like I think in season one there's like some bones that are like in one of the same like circles as the etch yeah shape is the etchings on the wall or whatever Mm. and but it was like of bones Mm. not it wasn't like a drawing so i guess there's like some peril i mean i guess it's trying to like but no i was like are they trying to do some hieroglyphic shit like no yeah it was just (laughs) It, I don't know. It really wouldn't have been that bad. It was the the work, like all the other stuff was fine, but it was just the White Walkers because it just looked like yeah, it looked and like then a they joke. They had the blue eyes. Yeah. Weird. Oh man. Um, oh no, man. My whole. I thought that. I mean, overall, I didn't really. The episode was good like the last 10 minutes but overall i didn't think it was that much going on um man that scene with Arya and brian was like amazing though the fighting scene yeah that was sick oh yeah yeah that was yeah. dope no i thought that you said, was sick. Man, i was about to say but, i was like Arya and brian they like brian's all weird now he's like every time he's on screen i'm like god yeah, about to be all kill. weird and shit yeah yeah, they might as well not even cut to him until it's about to go down. <laughs> yeah, like, I need him to be telling us what's happening. Like, I feel like mm-hmm. he's here now, so, like, we need to be knowing, like, what's up. <laughs> yeah. And that's, like, Brand's doing this thing that, like, it happens in a lot of TV shows and movies where somebody refuses to explain something clearly, which right. you totally can. Like, he can be like, yeah, I got trained by a wizard, and now I can see the future and see the past. But he won't and why say that. He'll just only say that? riddles. Why did, yeah, yeah why didn't you're right. Tell them that too. I was like, because if I was Sansa and I know you've been with my brother for the past however many years, I'd be like, so um, <clears throat> he's weird <laughs> yeah. now. He's not gonna tell me. <laughs> yeah. He's not gonna tell me what's going on. So what y'all been up to? Like, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> is he literally not gonna talk until he can tell Jon Snow that he could that he his dad is fucking the Targaryen? Like, is that the first time he's gonna have a conversation? A real one? I don't know. I guess that's, like, a big thing. Like, they don't know, like, who... Because apparently only two people know, right? I guess Bran and then, uh, Mira's dad, who I I guess is still alive. 
but those are the only two people that know that Jon Snow is a Targaryen. Uh, was that the girl he was with? Yeah. Yeah. Why would her dad know? Because apparently he was at the tower. Uh, oh, when Jon Snow was born? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, was he the one fighting beside uh, Ned Stark? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't put that together. <clears throat> so, I don't know. But, yeah. But, like, who knows? I, I don't know. But I'm assuming those are the only two people who know. But my thing is, like, what is disclosing that going to really do though i that's like that's well, he'll be able to about. um ride one of the dragons will he yeah 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 right there's a chance maybe he won't be able to be caught on fire but i yeah. thought only one person could do that what isn't that just yeah, i don't know i think it's supposed to be any targaryen right they can't be burned or is it just her Nah, because her brother was burned to shit. Okay, so me and David. Okay, so me and David had an argument about this. He did not get burned. He got fucking. Yes, she, I thought he got uh. They just like pour like molten poured, like something. No, molten. they poured hot ass gold on it. Molten yeah. gold. Yeah. yeah, but that's not but, fire. It's not flames. Right, but I like, just think it should be the intense heat of it. Yeah, it wasn't like it weighed him down. It was that was too hot. <laughs> I think, yeah. I maybe. think if you're talking, you're impermeable to flames, not necessarily molten lava. Okay, big that di- could be true. So... Big difference. All right. Well, well, didn't there's only one his... way to find out. Well, didn't Masandra uh, whatever put his hair in the fire too? Didn't we talk about this before? And it burned. Mm, yeah, that was his hair, or was it a? Was it his hair? I think it was his hair when, like, right when he died, she had to cut his hair and put it in, like the fire or something. Oh man, that's why his yeah. hair was cut when he came back from uh, the dead. Yeah, hmm. that's right. I never thought the fact that Danny's hair doesn't burn in the fire either. And John's not. She just full came Targaryen. out like bald or He's half Targaryen, half. Oh yeah. Stark. So he is yeah. like a song of ice and fire. That, yeah, <laughs> you know what I was thinking? I think like. Man, if Danny keeps going mad, they're gonna fucking kill her um, <laughs> and those damn dragons. But it's- I feel like they're okay with like her attacking. Like she wanted to go just blow up Cersei, but instead, like she did compromise by going and like only getting Jamie and them. Yeah, but she killed that only weapon they have though. They only had one, right? See, that's what I was wondering if they've made like a few of those. Because, like, as, as big or whatever as it was, it seemed pretty simple to make. Yeah, but it seemed like yeah. it took them forever the way the but old that shit didn't like, even work. On them. Yeah. I mean, it worked for like a second, but like all he did was like, well, I could just sit here and blow y'all asses to flames. <laughs> and I'm trying to figure out why yeah. she flying straight to that thing when she got that big ass sky. <laughs> yeah, or why yeah. didn't he just she just set it on fire? <sighs> Dramatic effect, people. Yeah, but I yeah. could not breathe those last few minutes. Like I was like, yeah. I couldn't believe it was happening. It was like, oh my god. Um, see, it felt like a loss for like obviously I know like she won, she killed a lot of their men, but for some reason it still felt like a loss to me. I don't know why. That did not feel like a loss to me. I just it wasn't yeah. it wasn't as pleasing as I thought it would be. Um, 
so we were trying, me and my friend today, we were trying to figure out, do you think, first of all, like, it, I guess Jamie lives, I don't know, but if he does, do you think she, like, captures him? Uh, yes. You're right? Yeah, yeah. she has. Yeah. yeah. Okay. For sure. Yeah. But then, no, like... Like, she's gonna capture him and Tyrion's gonna talk to him about something. I don't know, but there's no way they're gonna let him just yeah, drown. Yeah. There's no way they're gonna let... She has to capture him and Bronn. At least, right? <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Saved him. Yeah. I don't know. They if- said it was Braun. I'm assuming Braun doesn't make it out of this season, right? At this don't point. Don't say that. I, don't, I mean. He might, though, if Tyrion. <clears throat> well, he works yeah. for money, right? He He's a mercenary. He used to work for Tyrion, so like, he might yeah. have a soft spot for him. Now, do you think it's possible that, that Jamie and Braun, like, I don't know. I don't think that'll ever happen. Like, I, th- I think if people, the only people who could convince Jamie to like go against Cersei is probably Tyrion, I would imagine. So maybe with the help of Tyrion and Bronn, maybe they convince yeah. him. I don't think, I hope they don't do that. I almost rather them release him back to fucking Cersei than having them can try to convince because he would never do it. I'm yeah. sorry, like, yeah, Jamie would never do it. Yeah, yeah. And Bron, I don't know where I would assume Bron's loyalties are to Jamie. I don't think he would ever do it either. I don't think uh, so. I think Bron's loyalty Bron is, is loyalty to, money. to that money. Yeah, <laughs> all his friends so are dead. Tyrion yeah. says, "I'll make you ca- uh, lord of whatever castle." He'll go right over there to Bron. Yeah, he's kind of yeah. like Littlefinger. He's out for dead fucking yeah, presidents to represent him. Bron is like Littlefinger if Littlefinger didn't try that hard. Right, you know, like Braun isn't about to work. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he'll do stuff, but he's like not going to spend days and weeks trying to convince Jamie to do something. Right. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, I just don't like how, like I said before, I don't like how they're not making characters pay for their mistakes anymore. Because I'm telling you, season two or three, if Jamie did something as dumb as that, he would have been dead. Well, he that's. That was also like a parallel back to season one from what I was yeah. reading today is like, I think, is it, is it Ned who tells the story or Barat or uh, Baratheon? He tells a story about how like, oh, it was him. It was, Bar- it was uh, King Baratheon. He was Robert. saying, yeah, it was Robert Baratheon. He was basically saying in his first battle, like the first person that he killed was, uh, was it a top? I don't remember what house they were from, but whatever. He's basically saying how the kid thought, like, you know, he could save the whole or, like, win the whole battle just with his one spear. And then, like, he ended up killing him. And then they cut to that last scene where, like, Jamie thinks he's being all heroic and he's going to kill the dragon with a little tiny ass spear. But I think that well, was. Well, I think he was trying to kill. He was trying to kill Danny. Danny, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and he would have, too, because she froze up. Yeah, I couldn't tell yeah. if, she, if she was, like, freezing up or, like, what was really going on. Or if she on. was like, I know my dragon about to blow your ass out. <laughs> <laughs> Look at him, yeah. like, damn. What I you think do? she was looking at him like, are you serious? Yeah. Are <laughs> <laughs> um, you serious? I can't believe that, though. But that was a dope episode overall. I, for the most part, last 10 minutes. But um, yeah. what else? What else we got on the... Uh, well, me... So... <clears throat> Me and David watched, I don't know, all of probably an hour total of The Bachelorette. I don't even know if it was that long. Uh, finale was last night. I did watch a lot of it last night. 
Uh, I just I watched all of it. Quasi with Tia hours. and Mira. Yeah, it was so fucking long. Um, Jesus. So she ends brutal. up. I was like, just get to it. <clears throat> yeah, I've never. Is it always? Is the finale always three hours? That's fucking absurd. I think so. I think, but they've never had a live one, so I don't know. Uh, and Lauren was <laughs> saying like, they've never. You know how like. Peter, like, and her, like, broke up. She said that's never, like, happened before. Yeah, so basically, here's what I got from it. She had three guys on the last episode. The dude, Eric, who basically was, like, he never thought he could be in love, and then she showed him that he could be, but she still lets him go. Whatever. Uh, and then you got the guy, Peter, who who seems pretty logical by saying, yeah, uh, I've only known you for six Peter. weeks. I agree with Peter. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I've only known you for six weeks. I'm not going to propose to you. And if that's what you expect, then I got to chuck the deuces. And then you got the guy, Brian, who was like, you know, just, he was doing the most. Yeah, just fucking annoying, mm -hmm. man. Like he said, the woman I yeah. love like 15 times. Yeah. And then the, mm -hmm. the one line that he said to her was like, that I feel like every woman probably cringes at. He's like, if you don't pick me, that'd be a big mistake or something like that. Yeah. Just like, oh, boy. <laughs> but Peter also told her, like, if, I don't want you to have a mediocre life by not picking me. So that was kind of shitty, too. Wait, what did he say? <laughs> but I got oh. Peter's logic. Like, I totally. And then it pissed me off, like, when her and Brian. So her and Brian get engaged and then they're at the thing and. The host is like, so when's the wedding date? And um, she's like, well, because then, like, you know, before he proposed, she was like, now I'm thinking about everything Peter said, and there may be some logic behind it. I'm like, bitch, you could have been with Peter. And you <laughs> tell, like, that they, like, still had some, like, freaks. They still had some, like, she was kind of, like, I know she was trying to, like, women, we try to be all hard when we're really hurt or whatever. But then he kind of got a little savage too by saying like he wouldn't change anything, like the way he said it. But I, I feel think like he was, was like trying to call her bluff maybe, and then she was like, I mean, they both kind of called each other's bluff maybe. Yeah, it's basically what happened. Pretty much doing what he wanted with, because with Brian, she was like, we're just trying to figure out where we're gonna live, like which is normal, like what anyone would do. <laughs> well, there's two things that I thought were hilarious. One, Chris asked her, he's he's like. So when did you know like Brian was the one? And basically she was like, "Oh, whenever like I broke up, or like whenever Peter left me, basically." Uh, and then the other yeah. thing was Peter was making this big deal about uh, he's like, "I only want to propose once," and this and that. And I'm like, "Dude, it's a fucking show. Like, I'm sure if you like propose to her, no one's first of all they're probably not gonna think it's real anyway." And at any point in time in the future when you're actually proposing to a girl and you told her that you were on The Bachelorette and you made it to the final two and you proposed, I'm pretty sure she's not going to hold that against you. Yeah, because it's kind of like <laughs> part of the show. It doesn't, like Nobody goes and gets married like the next day. Yeah, like... Like, half the people don't even stay together. Only, like, maybe four or five people are still together. On, and the show's been on for, like, ever. Yeah, I mean, there's, like, 13 seasons of The Bachelor or something like that. Yeah. Or Bachelor so, and Bachelorette combined. I don't know, but I, this was my first time watching the whole season. Of course, now once you watch it, you get hooked, and now I'm about to watch Paradise and all that, and I'll probably just be hooked to the show now. But yeah. I just – I really didn't want Brian to win because he – like, all, everything he said was good, but the way he was saying it was just, like, monotone. It sounded like a broken record. Like, I will say, like, at the finale, he looked more happy, and, like, he – like, they seemed genuinely happy, but – 
The whole time I was just like, dude, shut up. Yeah, I don't know. It just I seemed... wanted Eric to win. <clears throat> he seemed. Oh, you yeah. said he was potential to be. He the next seemed the most genuine out of all the three. I mean, and I really wouldn't have minded Peter would have won if she would have like been on the same page with him about not getting proposed to. Yeah, it seemed like she just, she really only just wanted, the, because like if Peter was like, all right, like I'll propose and she would, then she would have picked him. Like it was, that was pretty well, obvious. Well, he said, he was like, I'll do it for you, which like he shouldn't even have said that. He should have just like done it. Yeah. Well, too yeah. bad, Peter. Yeah. You, I can't add anything to this conversation because I, I know watch, you didn't watch it. <laughs> I haven't watched The Bachelor since The Bachelor came out. So I know this is my yeah. first time watching it. And you want to talk so about Flavor of Love? I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm yeah. sure Flavor of Love was way more entertaining than the season's Bachelor. It sounds way like. more. Flavor way of more. Love was the goat, and uh, I love New York. I love New York. Love Mm. <laughs> and w- yeah. what was re- for the love of Ray J? Oh man, <laughs> that was my That's the homies. <laughs> <laughs> Chicago. <laughs> uh, Chicago, Larry. Man. <laughs> Classic. Make VH1 great again. Uh, right. Yeah, I'm all on board for that. Um, the other thing. But, uh, I'm- Tia, we have a quick question for Tia about The Bachelorette, though. Mm -hmm. Do you think that Rachel came off good? Like, do you think that this was, like, a good thing? Like, sounds like she picked, like, the worst of the final three. Well, she picked, well, I'm not going to say the worst. But, like, I I mean, like, me and this other girl I know watch it, like, me and her were saying, like, we just didn't feel like he was genuine. But... I mean, like, out of, I mean, I would have picked Eric, but she said, like, she didn't feel like he was totally ready because this was his first time being in love, and I can understand that, too. Especially after she, her whole thing was, I've been in a five-year relationship, and the guy wasn't ready to, I get all that. So, I mean, I guess out of what she had left, she picked the best, but I just, I don't know. But I liked Rachel. I actually liked, I actually liked her. Yeah, I liked her a lot. Okay. Yeah, but I don't seen... have any other ones to compare her to because I never watch. Yeah. So the next Bachelor, since we just had the black one, the next one got to be some alt right fucking. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's probably gonna be. Like... Yeah. It's gonna be Lee. It's gonna be Lee. Lee. So there yeah. was this one guy on there that was like, they went back through his Twitter and they found like all these like totally like all right tweets. But then like on the show, he was like getting into it with this black dude like he kept calling him aggressive he straight up lied and said that the guy like pulled him out of the car i think that was like he straight up that was actually like me that was like his ass at the reunion that was the only episode i think that me and david had watched like previously because i remember remember whenever that was the one where she gets on the helicopter and he gets off the helicopter and then like goes and yells at the guy again that was yeah that was (laughs) That would be a great course correction. Is that yeah? Like we're only doing like you know cops that got off or like <laughs> we're doing like country music singers exclusively from now on. Right. We gotta like we gotta <laughs> even this out. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh exactly. man, you know. Yeah, I wouldn't. If put they it... got his ass, people. Well, I mean, Donald Trump won, so people still watch. Anything is possible, apparently. Yeah. Um, another thing I wanted to touch on 
um, was the Moonlight video um, that Jay-Z came out with, and um, it was directed by, is Alan Yang? Alan Yang. Alan Yang. Um, he's co-creator of Master of None. Um, okay. And I don't know if anyone else saw the Moonlight video, but uh, basically it's like a reenactment of like a Friends episode. But with um, black people. But with black people. Okay, so the theme song that they use at the beginning, who sings that song, Friends? I don't um, know. Oh, man. Friends. <sighs> I yeah, meant to look that it. up, but like... But, um, but that's like the songs from the 80s. Yeah, there's a really, really Who's good in? article um, with Alan Yang, and I'll put it in the... I'll Houdini. Put the, Houdini, yes, mm. yes. Um, there's a really good article and basically, you know, they're asking him like the concept of the video and how it came about and all this stuff. And I'll link it to the notes here so people can read it because it's a really good read, but, um, or in the, in the episode notes for this podcast. But, um, basically I think people assume that because he knew Aziz Ansari, that's how he got the director video, but that's like not at all how it came about. I think like he had met Jay-Z randomly a couple of times in LA and Why then, would him knowing Aziz I'm sorry have anything to do with him? Because Aziz is like cool with Jay Z, right? Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Or I guess he's cool with well, he was cool with Kanye first, I guess. But now yeah. that mm. uh <clears throat> now that friendship may be dead, but I guess we don't really know for sure. <laughs> um but uh because yeah, wasn't he in the oldest video? Yeah, he was. Yeah. Aziz was. He was like in the car yeah. with him. Um, oh, okay. But basically, if you watch the video, they're just it's just like a reenactment of uh, an episode of Friends, and then Gerard Carmichael is playing Ross, and I don't know where they're going. He's like wearing a tuxedo. Where did it, did they say where they were going? He was about, that was when Ross was getting a paleontologist mm-hmm. award. Ah, uh, okay. See, I never really, I never watched Friends. I've watched every single episode like five times. Uh, I was never a Friends <laughs> person. I was on the wow. Seinfeld train. But uh, but whatever they reenacted, and then at the end, like you know, then they kind of cut in the middle of it, and Hannibal Burris shows up, kind of out of nowhere. Hannibal Burris is basically saying, like, man, like why would you recreate this? Like this is stupid. Like you should be doing something else. Just get a check that's better than this. And then, um, and then they kind of go back to the scene filming, and then Gerard Carmichael looks like he's got like his whatever like deer in the headlights type looks like while they're supposed to be shooting the scene and then like who was Issa Rae supposed to be playing Rachel uh, Rachel yes Rachel okay and then she like lets and him out and the other of... chick the other chick was Monica okay and then you know she lets him out the side door then he walks and he looks up I I hate that that he's actually looking up at the moon and the song is called Moonlight that kind of bothered me but whatever um but um I guess, David, do you give your interpretation of it because it's pretty spot on? Yeah, I mean, I it seemed like all the actors they use in the video are, you know, black actors who have been creating like really great, like African American centric, you know, uh, shows or movies. Like two of the guys from Get Out, uh, one mm-hmm. of the guys was also in Atlanta. Issa Rae, obviously, Insecure. Gerard Carmichael has his own show and 
like Spike Lee directs his stand-up videos or stand-up uh, specials, like it definitely seemed like everyone was handpicked uh, mm-hmm. as like you know these are the examples of this new wave of like black creativity and uh then i guess hannibal was just there to like you know he like professionally shows up like that's his job (laughs) he will like just show up in a movie for 10 minutes like he just shows up in spider-man he'll just show up in things it's he has the greatest job ever um so basically or what i read in that article too the one that, that alan yang is talking about it um I guess Hannibal Burrs and Jay Z are just like friends and they hang out, which I think is like, yeah, I, I don't know. To I mean, me, that just seems funny. He but, Hannibal <laughs> Burrs just shows up in like real life, like he's not just paid; he's like will show up places, yeah. and everyone's like happy to see him. Right, but, so just uh, playing off of that, is it is the video supposed to be saying that like these black actors, these content creators, uh, just going off of what you're saying, David? These content yeah. creators. They are still stuck in La La Land because they still have, like, they're only able to reach this certain amount of, like, fame or stardom. And that's about, right now, that's about as far as they can go. Or is it saying that it's getting to the point where they're starting to break out and starting to become bigger than maybe their white counterparts? Or the way that, the way I saw it, it was about the pressure for them to be like, you know, create a friends show, something like that, uh, like uh, uh, okay. the pressure and then them rebelling against that and creating something distinctive. And that's why like animal birds, they, yeah, they will like literally played the clip of, of the soundbite of them saying La La Land won best picture at the very end. Yeah. So like, which is such, which is like the uh, mainstream uh, uh, movie. Uh, uh. And then Moonlight, you know, comes up like this sort of triumph of black creativity over this mainstream. That makes white. So more sense now. Cause yeah. Like, dude, why are they recreating friends? But right. people, based friends. off what you're saying, these people have made it by not recreating friends. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. Friends is like a great go to example of white mainstream. Right, like that yeah. is the most white mainstream thing. Yeah, I can't maybe think ever. of a more like well, I can't. Yeah, other than maybe possibly ever. Seinfeld, but yeah, I don't even it. think so. I think Friends well, is still no. like miles. We got ahead. proof that Seinfeld yeah. is the white. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Remember? Oh, so uh, what's the name? We're playing, we're playing heads up. Mm-hmm. What'd you say, Laguna Beach? <laughs> Put some respect on Laguna Beach, man. (laughs) Okay, yeah. But that's reality. Reality ish. Because that shit was fake, too. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But no, that makes sense. Because I was literally watching that and I texted Tim Braxton after. I was like, yo, what the fuck is this video? Like, I like the song. I wanted to hear the song. He didn't play the song, but then now that it's like that. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of what I got from it, too, is like. Him yeah. saying like y'all don't have to do this, y'all can keep doing your thing. Yeah, it's it's weird because they barely play the song in the video. Me too. I was like, when they say like, it's six minutes, but they ain't played the right. song yet. <laughs> yeah, and then they like, it's more. It's like barely about anything. It's barely about Jay Z. It's more just like Alan Yang tricked Jay Z into paying for this video. <laughs> right. About his favorite comedians. So that was and another thing like, too. Yes. So. 
in the article, basically, Alan Yang is saying that, you know, he had a couple of ideas. This was the one that Jay-Z seemed to like the most. Um, does it make sense with the song? Yeah, because it does make yeah. sense with the song. But I think even at the time, I'm I'm assuming that Alan Yang, I can't remember, I'm assuming that he had heard the song, but he hadn't heard any of the rest of... Um, the songs and basically, you know, Jay. I guess Jay Z gave him, um, you know, background of what the song was about or whatever, which they never really explicitly explain in that article that I read that Alan Yang was in. But also, like, it's kind of inherent if you just listen to the song, what he's talking about, um, and it's yeah. and it's also reflected directly in in the music video too. Exactly what David said about how it's not about recreating something; it's about you doing your own path, and it ends up being bigger than than what you would have been trying to recreate anyway. Um, yeah. That was yeah. quote-unquote like white mainstream or whatever. But yeah, yeah, Make right. it mainstream because I don't think anything's ever going to be bigger than Fred. Nope. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> nah. Yeah. But no, nah, they're, they're being just as successful by doing like... Like now like the content, because the cultures are so like ingrained, anybody could watch Insecure and understand it. Anybody, I don't know how many people watch the Carmichael show. I never got around to it, uh, but I heard it was I, good. I watched it, and it was good, but I think that, like, so it's kind of similar to Blackish, where they, like, do talk about black issues and stuff, but they'll have, like, a special Blackish episode about, like, Black Lives Matter, but, like, every week on the Carmichael show, it was some kind of, like, yeah. Political, not political, but like, like one of the episodes was about like a soldier that, um, the dad was like, you need to respect him, and Gerard was like, I'm not respecting him. He don't even take care of his baby mamas. But like, it was just like always something like that. I liked the show, and it was funny. Like even mom and dad liked it, but it did end up it's it's canceled now. Yeah, I think he like quit because they wouldn't let him control the content anymore or something. Yeah, I think because it was so like that that they just probably couldn't handle it but i mean it was a really good show and it was funny and it was real as hell like oh my god it was so funny it was real but i could understand like every week like sometimes you just want to see a funny show but it was kind of like funny serious every week yeah no that's that's crazy though because um I literally was watching that video, like, what the fuck is going on? But it all <laughs> makes sense. And now it, it, you can like, you can't translate it to a lot because, um, I mean, it's just, I mean, the video's genius now. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that's pretty, that's solid. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. What was, there was yeah. something else that you just said that, uh, I don't, I think Chris just said it, that you were speaking about earlier day. Oh, no, it was something that T was saying about, because we were talking about the episodes from the Carmichael show, like how there's mm. one about, you know, police brutality. There's one about the N word. There's one about yeah. what's the other one. There was one Cosby. about like Don, oh, um, yeah. the dad wanted to vote for Donald Trump. Um, <laughs> wow. They went yeah, to yeah. a protest. Like they had all like every oh, week. It was something different. <laughs> oh, that was that was something else too. That that was totally by chance, which they talk about in this article with Alan Yang. Is I, the first question was kind of like, "Oh, did you make this with Gerard Carmichael because his show just got canceled?" But he was like, "No, like the whole video was done and everything before his show got canceled and stuff. So it just kind of happened that way, and it just happened to come out like right around this time that it's just coincidence." Now I don't know if that's like PR trying to spin it that way, 
or if they told him to say that. But, I mean, that's what he said, and the article seems pretty genuine, so I don't know why he would have a reason to lie about that. Um, but I could have sworn Charlemagne said on Brilliant Idiots that he was that the Carmichael show was going to Netflix, but then like they never, I never like saw confirmation of that. And like, even when they said it got canceled, they just said it got canceled. Yeah. I, I don't know. I haven't yeah. seen anything about that, but basically, I, it is. I mean, I think NBC's reasoning was they couldn't find an audience for it. That's crap though. Cause it was doing well. Wasn't it getting like a couple million viewers a week or something like that? Um, I don't know. A few million. I think I read something that said it was. I don't know if they said five million viewers, but I don't. That doesn't seem too far fetched because it was one only like this third season. Second, I think. Second season. Yeah. yeah. But the thing was, that the season started. I think I looked that up too earlier. It was like started like, like one started in May. Maybe the first. Yeah, it's season, like but, one of those summer shows where like you know people ain't really watching TV. It's not like on during the school year where you have like shows you watch. Right. And that's typically, like, if there's, like, a big show coming out, I mean, they're going to, like, they would debut it, like, not in like not in the middle of fucking summer. They would do it in, like, September. September or, uh, with all the other you know. ones, yeah. I just think that they didn't have it at the right time. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think is the content is all, or the cultures are all, like, mingling right now. So people can understand ATL without having to actually live what a gambino is talking about like anybody can relate to it same with insecure um I, i'm trying to figure out why was tessa may thompson in there was it just random no um i think like the people they were saying that he kind of handpicked the people to be or he said he pretty much kind of handpicked the people like him and gerard carmichael had been friends for a long time so like he knew he wanted him to be in it I think Issa Rae was just kind of like um, what he was saying. It was kind of like right place, right time sort of thing. Um, Tessa, what's her name yeah. again? Tessa May Thompson. Tessa Thompson. Tessa, Tessa Thompson. Thompson. She was yeah. in Creed. She was in uh, right. Westworld. She was in Dear White People, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She was. She was. Um, but he said he just called Tessa Thompson. He called Laurel. Um and that's and Tiffany Haddish. It doesn't say how she came about in it, but he just mentions her. Um, she would she's funny as hell in Girls Trip. <laughs> she would make a great Phoebe. It's funny. Yeah. Mm -hmm. She would make a what? A, a great, great Phoebe. Phoebe. Uh, Who she was playing in Friends. Oh. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah. Because yeah. Phoebe's Phoebe kind of like. That was Lisa Kudra, uh, right? Yeah. 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 Yep. Yeah. But she was funny too. Word. And wild. Word. But yeah, I mean that's uh I don't know, that's an interesting video. Like that shit was deep. Like after I read that article and then the analysis that we just had, like shit was deep. Yeah. Mad deep. Jay Z knows what he's doing. <laughs> I still don't it's I guess I still I'd have to go back and read that article about like why Jay Z because why Jay-Z picked him. Um, again, I think it was like Jay-Z's manager or somehow knew Alan Yang. Um, but I don't know. Whatever. Like I said, I'll link the article so people can read it if they want to. Um, what else? J oh, Lion King casting. I guess Beyonce's getting paid $25 million to be... I don't know if I believe that. That's a lot of money. I, 
What's like people get people get that much for like hosting American Idol in a season. I mean, but I know they have a lot of rehearsals and like they probably got to do like a lot of like recording and all that stuff. But that's a twenty five million. I mean, how much? What's the highest? Well, I guess The Rock is the highest paid actor in Hollywood right now. How much does he make a movie? Mm-hmm. Well, the, with The Rock, it's not even about how much he makes per movie. It's the fact he makes like five movies a year, right? Uh, I'm sure he gets yeah. paid plenty per movie, but he like that guy never stops working. Yeah. Um, she's playing. Uh, God, why can't I think of the mother? Nala. Nala. She's playing Nala. Oh, she's playing and, Nala. Um, Alfrey Woodard is playing Simba's mom. The Robbie. I think <laughs> that's what it said. And yeah. then they got the perfect voice for Sarabi. <clears throat> yeah. The guy from Twelve Years a Slave. What's his name? Is playing Scar. Well, yeah. Chuatel Edgy of Four. Yeah. yeah. Have they said who's playing Mufasa? Yeah, the old boy who played him in the regular movie. James Earl Jones. James Earl Jones. Yeah. Oh, he's re... What's the correct term there? I want to say reprising, but that doesn't sound correct. Yeah. Reprising? Yeah, he's reprising his role. Okay. Yeah, Donald Glover is Simba. Seth Rogen is Pumbaa. Billy Eichner is Timon. Seth John Rogen o- is Pumbaa? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> John Oliver and Zazu, James Earl Jones returning to the role of Mufasa. And this is live, right? Yeah. I guess that's what I don't like what other Wait. live action movies. Remember have they did they the Wiz? They did um they did uh Peter Pan too. Yeah, they mm-hmm. did Peter Pan. Sound of music. They did the sound of music. Grease. Grease. Yep. I don't remember yeah. Greece. They've done quite a few. Mm-hmm. So wait, this is a live thing? I didn't realize that. Yeah. yeah How is that gonna work? Like, are they? Is it gonna be puppets or something? I mean, I guess how do they do it on Broadway? Yeah, they just dress yeah. up in costumes. Um, okay. Yeah. I'm just... I mean, the Grease one was dope. Even the, like, I like the movie. So, the um, Peter Pan. Allison Williams played Peter Pan, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yes. I'm just yeah. thinking now that yeah. so Beyonce and Seth Rogen are gonna be on stage together. What? Uh, that's so weird to think about. Can he even sing? Uh, I mean, he only has to sing Akuna Matata, but well, I'm sure he was singing <laughs> in his. I'm sure there were a lot of stupid musical tunes. What was in, in the uh, the movie with all the food? Why can't I think of what it was called? The uh, oh, sausage, sausage party. Sausage party. That movie was so disturbing. <laughs> like me and April watched it one day, and like we were like, "What the hell did we just watch?" That uh, shit was the end. Was the just, end was ugh. just too much. Mm-hmm. They were doing the most. It was nasty. Oh man. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't. Uh, Twenty-five million. I mean. Yeah, I don't know. It's. That's what they're saying, but I don't know. That seems that it would be more than the entire budget to do a live action production of of Disney's of doing it, so their pockets are deep. Oh yeah, I guess they got a lot of money. <laughs> and it came from the beehive, so you know how they do. Yeah, could have been anyone. Yeah. Uh, I know their pockets are deep, but twenty five million for one person? I feel like right. they Yeah, no. The, yeah. Mean, that doesn't make sense. 
But I mean, it is Beyonce though. But still, I don't feel they like they could have got like Zendaya or somebody for like cheaper. Zendaya. I guess not it's... saying she doesn't deserve it, but she could sing and like twenty five million. But I guess, I mean, yeah. and she's. I guess you're pulling her away from her twins or whatever. But for twenty five, I don't like Disney's pockets are deep. But but for one person, when you have all these other actors, that doesn't make sense. And I don't feel like that's something they would make public because then they would have to negotiate again. Yeah, I don't. I'm pretty sure actors. that that that's exaggerated. Yeah. Yes. But Beyonce is like the biggest star you could get for something like this, right? Where you need a yeah, singer. Yeah, I mean, you're guaranteed. Like, who, like yeah. you're already guaranteed. Like literally, everybody's gonna watch this shit now. I mean, yeah, everybody like, that's that, a Beyonce fan, and that's like a lot of people. That's everybody. Yeah. yeah. That's saying like how much money, like like how much more money would it bring in because you have Beyonce than if you had a Zendaya or like whoever? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, Kelly Rowland. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, if you got your your B choice. Uh, exactly. I mean, I don't know. Does Beyonce have the LeBron effect? Like, what's that? Takes your franchise from being worth five hundred million to being worth two point mm-hmm. plus billion. Yeah, Pro- I, yeah, yeah, I think so. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, for a musical. Definitely. Yeah, and then maybe she is worth the twenty. I mean, she in probably is. What, I'm saying it's worth whatever you're gonna fucking pay her. Yeah. yeah. If I had right. twenty five million, I'd pay her twenty five million to see <laughs> a birthday party. Right. Yeah, I mean that's yep. my whole thing. I think she's probably worth whatever you pay her. So you think yeah. you, get, you think you're definitely gonna get your return on the on investment there? Yeah, and you gotta think they're gonna have like crazy like um you know rehearsal schedules. Like they're gonna have to practice for this shit. Yeah, but, like it's uh, gonna be a lot. Have they given a release date? I don't think so. No, no I don't think so. Mm-hmm. They probably won't do that until they start actually, like practicing, etc. Yeah, because I don't, I don't remember like the. It says there's date. no release date set yet, as the film is currently in pre-production. Oh, okay, so we probably won't see this until like 2019, basically. Yeah. Right. But <clears throat> um, what I, I you know. Um, there is like two other quick things that I want to talk about, and one of them I don't want to go like too deep into because we have someone who is highly qualified to talk about it more than we are. Um, <clears throat> but it's like this big, uh, the this memo that this guy wrote from Google about diversity in the workplace. Um, and I think Gizmodo was the first people to, uh kind of report on it i guess and the name of his document is google's ideological echo chamber how bias clouds are thinking about diversity and inclusion and this is an engineer who worked for google and basically from what i determined today or read through a number of different places online is i guess google has some turn like internal uh they have some turn of internal message boards where people can talk about controversial topics i don't know if it's only controversial topics pertaining to diversity or just controversial topics about google in general or whatever but i guess he posted it there initially and i think that was like somewhat of like a private message i don't know if it's private message where people can log in and post stuff or whatever um 
and then I guess someone from that leaked it to whatever, whatever, and then it kind of just got out. Then Gizmodo ran the article. I don't know if they ran the article yesterday or if it's been a couple of days. I think it was Friday maybe they ran it. Um, but basically they called it like a – what do they call it? A diversity manifesto. Um, it was long. It's really long. It's like 10 pages. It's kind of dense. You know, basically he's trying – I don't even know what he's really trying to say. Um, I think he's trying to say like that we have everybody has like me and my friend were talking about one an implicit bias like it's just like ingrained in us to have biases towards women towards men towards you know something that we're not something that's different but he's I mean the ba- the way that he was trying to say like to get over it didn't really make sense to me well he's basically attributing biological what he says are like biological differences between men and women and that's why there Mm -hmm. is a lack of diversity in the workplace and a part of his argument is saying that well you should be judging people individually instead of uh instead of lumping them in a group together but a large part of his article is basically grouping people together based on these biological differences so that inherently kind of like fucks up his whole logic in this and i think the high level birds view of what he is trying to say is that well he himself in this thing says that he is a liberal that he is pro diversity in the workplace but he like one of his one of his yeah i mean one of his ideas on google's biases is that they have left and right biases, but because of their left biases, it like excludes people from inclusion. And like basically, he's saying like forcing diversity isn't solving the problem just by adding more women or people of color or whatever in certain positions. It's not making it more diverse because the underlying problem isn't actually being solved. But we have an aunt who is the director or chief officer of diversity uh, and inclusion at Intel and the VP of HR. She knows Daniel Brown, who is the chief operating uh, or chief officer of diversity and inclusion at Google, who would be way more highly qualified to talk about this. And I'm going to try to get her on next week to kind of talk to her. Before we push past that though, but isn't that the same arguments people make for affirmative action and why they say affirmative action doesn't work? Isn't that similar? To how it does the opposite of what it's trying to do, which isn't, which is, which I get that. And by the time we do this talk full in depth on this, um, I'll be able to read it. But it's to give people opportunities to be put in those positions because if you didn't do that, then it would be the same people hiring the same people that look like them, correct? Yeah, and that's what he's talking about is like a lot in this stuff and some of the stuff I was reading talking about like whenever or actually he wasn't talking about this is something else I read, but it's like whenever you're interviewing people, people have just like you said, like these biases that they have where like they're more likely to hire someone who they feel like they get along with can just go have a beer with versus like, you know, whatever, if they're actually apt to do the job, you know, it's like people, mm-hmm. you know, hire based on who they like. Hell, I'm in sales. People buy from who they like. Like, that's just, yeah. you know, yeah. like yeah. a lot of people aren't aware that they have these implicit biases or whatever. And some people may be, but 
Um, you know, they try to do these trainings so people are cognizant of those biases, so they don't like so those don't necessarily work in the workplace. And in this guy's memo or manifesto, whatever you want to call it, he's talking about attributing uh, morality into uh, uh, into like I think he's he's talking about attributing morality and associating that with like you know how to hire people basically instead of yeah whatever basing yeah. It I mean on... it seemed like what he a lot of what he was saying was that there are by like he was saying that there are biological differences between men and women and that Google's liberal bias was causing them to create programs and like diversity hiring that would let more women into the company, even if they don't deserve it or are biologically capable of being as good at the job as men are. Which, like, because he kind of mentioned this thing that, like, liberals deny science that yeah. shows that, you know, they're like, women have, like, biologically lower IQs than men, which is, like, an insane thing to say. <laughs> So like fuck this guy, all right? Like it's such a white male thing to say. Like it literally sounds like the affirmative action argument. Yeah, like yeah. Yes, it is like exactly from that. Like he cribbed all of this from like some guy who's complaining about reverse racism or something. <laughs> yes, you know, and he just like control like replace uh you know minorities with women basically like. Come on. Yeah, now like I'm looking through this. So, because so, like, it sounds like he took out a whole science project that was yeah, and, just argued in Dear Abby. Yeah, and that that's yeah, like my whole exactly. thing too is like, so it's kind of like that argument where like um like Ben Carson, right? He's like the best brain surgeon in the world. <laughs> He's the best brain surgeon uh -huh. in the world, but that's like the only level that he can function on is brain surgery. So when you try to get him to explain other things like it's just not gonna he work can't. because he can't because he's only thinking on that wavelength and this guy i think has like his phd in systems biology i guess or whatever so basically and this is what i was saying earlier he's like trying to like do a whole memo thing on he's basically trying to come up with a theory on helping them with diversity and all this stuff when it doesn't seem like he's actually talked to any people other uh, other than just doing research and numbers like there's no human element to uh -huh. it so like if you're writing right. something about diversity and you haven't talked to anyone else that's not that doesn't look like you then how can you propose a theory on on diversity what like that sounds humane like this thing just sounds like very sterile and dehumanized and like reducing people to to what he knows essentially which is fucking biology and genetics i guess is what it sounds like but um or yeah not. and he was saying like they shouldn't have any more meeting i guess they probably have like a it sounds like they have meetings google or like women of google meeting or something like mm -hmm. that and he was saying like they shouldn't do that anymore <laughs> right yeah right i think it's safe to say that the guy who wrote a 10-page memo and posted it on like the corporate forums doesn't talk to other people Right. right, you know about, about like why we shouldn't like promote women. Right, like 
that dude doesn't talk to people. And a lot of yeah. the stuff that I was reading online today, they were saying how that's like a problem in Silicon Valley. It's like these super smart people who are extremely like antisocial and don't interact with other people. So right. yeah. they like are really bad at doing things that encompass like other people because they don't have a lot of social interactions uh, or whatever. Other people just don't necessarily like always function, um, you know, on you know on that wavelength or whatever. Yeah, here's the part you're talking about. You're talking about the harm of Google's biases. Um, yeah, and it's like program sounds like he got beat out for a promotion. That's exactly that's, what David said. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I said. It was like like how many seconds after he got sounds told, like he, he agreed didn't get the promotion with, uh, did he start this? Right. Sounds like he agreed with Trump's decision or Trump trying to, or whatever they're trying to do where they're like trying to make sure that affirmative action doesn't discriminate against white people. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's uh. Yeah, he's going to get right on it right after he takes care of this women problem. <laughs> you know, first things first, though, to you, we got to get these women out of women these out of jobs. <laughs> right. Now, of course. With all their can... feelings. Yeah, That's and they're just ridiculous. like low IQs. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's not their fault, though, right? Like, right. It's biological. Like, <laughs> it's all that estrogen is like clouding their brains, you know? I wanted. To, I hope this dude's married and his wife read this and was like, "Yeah, buddy, I'm gonna need half." Like, let's go to the courthouse right now. Yeah, I don't think this guy. Uh, yeah, I saw I a picture of married. him, and I don't know if he's married or not. But I did see a picture. I looked at his LinkedIn. Um, I looked at his LinkedIn profile today, um, just to see, you know, what his background was. I didn't see where he went. To, I'll like. I just saw he had been at Google for forgot how many years it was, and I can't look it up enough because my LinkedIn it's not my work LinkedIn. But, but the thing that's really annoying about this kind of stuff is that it's like he like pretends that this is science, and then it like if people read this who want to believe it, they can now believe that science is on their side. You right. know what I mean? Like if you if you if you already agree with what he's saying, you're like finally I didn't you know what I didn't realize Proof. that women. Yeah, exactly. Like, look, this dude's a scientist. He's got science. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, the yeah, last the whole thing time I was did. reading it, he was, like, describing what women do and how they feel. I was like, where are you getting this from? Like, I know, like, yeah, most, like, yeah, probably, but. <laughs> well, it doesn't mean of... they're incapable of doing it. Right. And then I want to be like, yeah. women at work, are... he was describing, like, women in general but women at work is different not saying your biology changes at work but right, right. People, it, you got right. like women when we go to work we know we gotta like we gotta leave that nurturing shit at home you know like right mm -hmm. he pulled yeah. this Carell sandbag comment dude the, what? <laughs> the Steve Carell 40 year old version and they asked him how boobs felt and it was uh -huh. like sandbag yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. This guy yeah. doesn't interact with many women at work, so how would he? Know? I, and like I read this Except other for that one woman who beat him out for that job. Yeah, <laughs> right. Screw her, man. I I read another article too, and they were actually talking about how people think that there's like uh, that like uh, is it is it like that. People think that men are better at math than women, whatever, vice versa, which way people universally think that it is. Um, I was reading a study today about how 
they would give people a test and and the same tests like group people and whenever they wouldn't tell them what gender they were before they take the tests the scores are pretty much like dead even but whenever they would tell women like their gender before they took the test like i guess they're just saying like hey you're a female they would score like 37 percent lower and they would and they were basically like recreating that on like a like doing different tests but basically saying like if you don't introduce gender then most of the time they're like men and women are performing at the same levels but as soon as you introduce gender then that's whenever you know one gendered score is lower or higher or whatever depending on whichever of these tests that they were doing um but inherently like there's not a huge gap in performance you know, between men and women on most things. Um, no. Only, like like I said, if you're, like, uh, reminded um, mm -hmm. is what the study Yeah, and he was like, this is why men take jobs like coal mining and fire. <laughs> I was like, yeah. what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, Barbara's going to have to explain that to me. Yeah. I was talking to, I was texting back with her a little bit today. She said she had been working with uh, Google's, like, um, uh chief diversity officer like all weekend because i guess i guess this, i think this thing happened on thursday the article got released on friday and i guess the guy got fired yesterday so oh. i guy got fired yeah he got fired mm -hmm. yesterday yeah perfect that makes sense <laughs> yeah yeah because yeah. i mean that article, like that's literally what you're saying about um the people who read this article who already kind of agree with them, then they're like, oh, yeah, this guy's a scientist, of course. And then they're arguing these. This is what I consider alternative facts. Mm -hmm. This is what I consider fake news. <laughs> because yeah. it's certain stuff like you can't really put science to. Not that this should ever have science to. Because you can see it. Because you can see, like, obviously white men are going to hire white men. This is just the way it's been happening for hundreds-ish years. They've already had these arguments as far as, like, like I said, affirmative action, reasons why affirmative action has worked versus why, they, other, why the alt-right or whoever says it doesn't work. Like this guy saying, kind of, that including more diversity in the workplace doesn't work. But he, I guess he was speaking more from including more women. Mm -hmm. um, which, if we want to be honest, affirmative action has benefited more white women than anybody else. That's who it was made for. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I just think this guy's nuts. It, it makes absolutely no sense, and it really reiterates how, like, to me, taking to, like, a, what we're going through right now, it reiterates how Trump is able to reach a certain amount of people. Right. Um, because and he don't even pretend he got scientific evidence. No, he's just playing on the. <laughs> it's, it's, it's all emotional thinking, is it not? Is this you can't mm -hmm. say this. he you can you can argue it I guess as a little bit of logic if he wants to say it's logical, but it's more emotional than anything to me. Yeah. 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 I mean, it is. I mean. There's the only way you could write this is if you already hated women and then are like, yeah. now what are the three things I can kind of find that kind of say this, and then I'm gonna put them in a list, and then we're gonna work backwards from there. Right, because I was looking up statistics like, too, and it's like seven percent. I think 
in Fortune 500 companies, there's like 7% of women are in like C-level positions, if I read it correctly, or are CEOs. I think 7% of Fortune 500 companies have women CEOs, I believe, and mm -hmm. of Fortune mm -hmm. 50 companies or 100, it was like only four. Yeah, uh, I ain't gonna lie. Yeah. I mean, that high. and how many of these tech companies in particular have female CEOs? Right. I, I mean, like, as far Yahoo, as I know, I IBM the is the only one. one, isn't it? As far as I can remember. Yahoo, Yahoo had one, and then I think she just got, she just stepped down. But, like, that's it. I mean, all these tech companies in particular, especially male-dominated. We had a female CEO for a long time until last year. I think the CEO yeah. of IBM was a woman. She spoke at my college inauguration. Yeah, Jenny Rometty. Yeah, the CEO at NBC is a woman too. Um, the CEO at GMC, I think, is a woman as well, because that's where our aunt who works for. Oh yeah, whatever. she is Mary Barra. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, like I'm pretty. I'm actually really excited to have Aunt Barbara Ann on because I was like, holy shit, that's like this. Like she's <laughs> one degree of separation yeah. from like the heart of this. So. Um, so I think she'll have obviously yeah, like a lot of good, actually, and actually, I don't want to say that cause I don't even know if I can say who she's getting interviewed by tomorrow, but she's getting interviewed by like a really big publication tomorrow. And she didn't specify if it was on this topic or not, but it's like a magazine that everyone's fucking heard of that's in the tech world. I guess that's all I can really say. Cause I don't, I don't know, but, um, so I'll be text me that yeah well. no, yeah you can say it braxton just say it. <laughs> what are you like you're like a coward or something say it nah, we need no we need her to keep her job <laughs> yeah i mean this one's just for the fans don't worry <laughs> all right nobody <laughs> tell anybody all right braxton what was it we gotta come back you gotta come back next week when we find out yeah. if jake Lannis is still alive <laughs> <laughs> right. yeah yeah yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. But no, nah, this will it'll be I think uh hopefully like she I don't know why there wouldn't be any legal reasons why she wouldn't be able to talk to us about and even if it's not about this thing specifically, she can you know, her job yeah. is to basically her job is to do what this guy is saying can't be done or is not doing done the right way, so like fuck him. But Yeah. But um but yeah, I think um I don't know. I I, I had one last thing but I don't even want to talk about it. Um well, what? But it was just a funny hypothetical. Uh, I saw a tweet oh, the other yeah. day that was like, "What if Twitter wasn't around for the Bronco chase? Like, it would have been amazing." So it was like, "What event would you have wanted Twitter or social media to be around so you could follow while it was happening live?" Um, for mm. me, uh, I mean, the Bronco chase would have been amazing. Uh, I know, yeah. I can't think of a bigger... I guess we can go, like, way back. I mean... Mm -hmm. Yeah, you would have to go, like... But, like, I mean, everything else is, like, sad. Like, I wouldn't want to go back to, like, MLK. Like, that would be sad. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go future. <laughs> okay. I'm going to go... I'm going to go the nuclear war that's upon us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. I think everybody going to get these tweets off. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, you gotta have your end of the world <laughs> tweet. Mm -hmm. Yeah, get that end of the world tweet. Um, yeah, I feel like most of the stuff. I don't know because I guess it's hard to say whenever you're young. I mean, obviously you can go back sixties, seventies, eighties, like whatever. Yeah. But 
um, I feel like we've I mean, yeah. I feel like could... most of the big stuff that's happened, like we've kind of had not most of it, but like a lot of it, we have had social media. Yeah, I'll take mm-hmm. I'll take Snapchat for like Woodstock. That shit would have been lit. Oh yeah. Oh hell yeah. <laughs> or just yeah. the seventies period, like. God, yeah, it's probably All better the that the seventies, like, on. it's probably better that, but, that there wasn't yeah. anything going like, on. We then. we would have hated all those like musicians so much more. Like we think Kanye gets a lot of heat. Oh, like yeah. these guys were like actually terrible people. <laughs> yeah, like actually doing like heroin and like these they were monsters. Yeah, but I don't know. Thank God. Even though we already, we still know what they did. There, it's just like stories. We don't have like, yeah, pictures and <laughs> videos and. Mm-hmm. There's definitely books and documentaries, but. Yeah, yeah. Like, can you imagine if someone like Rick James had a Twitter account? <laughs> someone oh. like that, like you know, or something like that. Like <laughs> Rick James Twitter would have been, been fucking amazing. <laughs> That would have been Yeah, dope. it would have, but like <laughs> it would have been like like people can com- like literally people complain about Kanye. But like can what you if, imagine what about like how Bobby like Brown conceded? my prerogative era Twitter? Yeah. Oh my god. Right? Like <laughs> that is what we needed. Or, or like maybe James not. Brown when he was like high all the time. Uh-huh. Tia, someone and was like, talking yeah. about that interview the other day and I cannot remember who it was, but they were specifically referencing the uh the the My interview yeah interview your favorite ever. interview god damn it i don't remember who it was but whoever it was i was like oh it was my boss she was talking about it <laughs> um i was just like holy shit that's like my sister's favorite that james brown interview what is what's his, like, his one line I, not his one but i look good i smell good and i make love good <laughs> <laughs> yeah James Brown was a Lando Brown just without Twitter. Yes. Holy yes. Shit. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. I had to unfollow him because you know I think his um Instagram was like private, but he would put like a lot of like sick like porn pictures oh. up, and like even though I was following him because he was like crazy as hell, and sometimes videos are it was like 100 porn videos to his one funny video, and I had to stop. You know what would have been meme to death if Twitter would have been around though? Like one big sporting event was the Mike Tyson fight. Oh yeah, that oh, would have yeah. been meme to oh, death. Yeah, that was a big one. Yeah, um, probably like the Tupac shooting. I don't think that would have been memed, but like that would have been. That would have been yeah. crazy, crazy on Twitter. Biggie. And well, Biggie. That whole beef, yeah. beef would have been. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It'd be West Coast, West Coast like Twitter. If Tupac would have dropped um, Hit Him Up and we had Twitter like they did back to back. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. 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 Damn. yeah. <laughs> that would have been. Damn. That would have been wild. But, uh, but, I don't know. It's funny to think about. Um, funny to think about. But yeah, that's that's what we've got on the rundown for the day. Thanks, David. Um, yeah, man. For joining us. Cool. It probably Thanks, won't be David. the. I feel like it won't be the last yeah. time that you're on. Yeah, I mean, sure. you know, you guys could use a little diversity of your own. And I think <laughs> it's clear that, like, you know, 
white males here are the lives. victims. <laughs> yeah, like white males are the victims here. And I think that's really what I want to make clear. Like if there's one message I want to get out, it's that white males will matter. White males are the victims. And that, you know, it's about time we finally did you know, we just somebody said something. All right. So I really wanna say it starts with it starts with a single step, you know, and I think we're we're getting close. So, you know, I'm excited. What a time, right? Happy to help. <laughs> yeah. Just chunk. Yeah, yeah. That's you guys are doing your part, and I appreciate that. We're just bridging, just building bridges over here. Mm-hmm. Oh boy, one podcast at a time. <laughs> Uh, all right, people. Signing off. We'll catch all everyone right. next week. It's been real. I'll see y'all. Right. Next Deuces. week, I'll be in LA. Come visit. Malibu. In the boo. In the boo. Mm-hmm. Malibu. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Deuce.